Now? Oh, I can't hear you. Now I can. What the hell is going on? Playing the Monday night theme. We had <clears throat> we were oh, muted there for a second to cut down the echo. Sorry. Oh, Sorry. Now we're good. All right, here we go, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I was laughing so much about Islander things. How can you hear us? I think you can. Losing, losing, losing. The New York Islanders continue to fall deeper and deeper 
into the doldrums and into the depths of the Metropolitan Division, despite the heroics, as the Islander announcer said, the heroics of Noah Dobson with 3.6 seconds later left in the third period last night. The Islanders went down to the Chicago Blackhawks at Patrick Gate shootout. Phil, 0-4-2 at the IBS Fort Never Win. You beat us, Arena, the Ubs, whatever Jim wants to call it. Rangers are escalating, escalating into the stratosphere of the league standing, still getting no respect, but I love it. Now I turn it over to my partner, my esteemed partner, the GIF, the Dandy Don, to my Howard, Mr. Jim Schmiedeberg. Good evening, everybody. Thank you, Eddie. Thank you. Sorry about the problem at the beginning there. We we were trying to run the video and get us muted so you guys could hear everything and you didn't hear all the background. Yeah. Sorry about that. But Should be yeah. fine now. And we're, we're off and running. <clears throat> the Rangers sit in second place. By the way, the Rangers, the Rangers currently have the second best point percentage, which is what the NHL likes to, their hooky-falooky number that they like to come up with for points percentage, but winning percentage is what I care about, Eddie. And the Rangers have the second best winning percentage in the Eastern Conference, trailing only the Florida Panthers, who they've beaten. Uh, I don't know how they're doing it. Oh, I know how they're doing it. I figured it out. I spent most of my weekend watching game film, breaking it all down watching opposing hockey, other teams playing. First of all, I don't even want to get into that winning. I don't want to divulge it yet, Jim. But let's talk about what's going on in the rest of the league. First, And listen, I know some of you will be happy to know this. I'm not so – yeah, I guess I am happy to know this. One time New York Ranger coach Elaine Vigneault has been shown the door. Fired. I wasn't an AV hater. Flyers. The Flyers. That's right, the Flyers. The Flyers suck. Suck. And they've already named Mike Yo. Yeah. yeah. I thought they were talking to somebody. And coach. They got no players over there. And then also... The the chant that you hear at the beginning of this show, the can you hear us chant, comes from Bruce Boudreau, who once at one time said that the Capitals, the Cap Center, I don't think it was the Cap Center, was louder than MSG, which he was kind of right if you're talking about in the future. Now it's not very loud, but back before the bridge and all that stuff, MSG could get rocking. It can. So, uh, Bruce Boudreau is now in as coach of the Vancouver Canucks. He's back. Yeah, he's back. So, no more. Yeah, barbecue Bruce, Hagen Dazs Bruce. (laughs) So, yeah. So, anyway, yes, the Can You Hear Us is what the Ranger fans chanted in the playoffs. Yes. To respond to the Bruce Boudreaux slight. Yes. 
And that's the last time the word slight and Bruce Boudreaux were ever used in the same sentence. So, uh, <laughs> I like the, uh, everybody's playing general manager and coach evaluator. And I, I think that's true. Yo was fired and St. Louis won the cup six months later. Right. He was head oh. coach in Minnesota too, right? Correct. Mike Yo. Yo. I just Yo. like the name Mike Yo. <clears throat> Yo. Now, Jim, enough for these pitling, struggling teams. Please talk about our juggernaut. Peanuts. Peanuts. What are we going to do with peanuts? This, look, get off us. Sharks, off us. <laughs> Blackhawks, get off me. These gnats, these flies we play. <laughs> these these yeah. amateurs. Really? <laughs> I mean, listen, we have some time. We got to be proud. We got to be loud. We got to gloat. Why, the gloating's good. Right. And <clears throat> right now, the New York Rangers, like Jim has said, Look at the winning percentages. And Jim, I'm, you know what I'm loving? I'm telling you I'm loving it. The first period. I, under Quinn, I'm telling you, before my fat ass was parked in my lazy boy, that puck was in the net. How many times did we see that in two years? A few. Uh, that, that went on under AV, too. So it's obviously was some kind of cultural deficiency. <laughs> All right. Now, they didn't come out so great against the Hawks, but they, they, they mended that they, you know, they made a comeback. They got lucky couple posts. But for the most part, that early goal is nowhere to be found. The late goal, the Rangers buttoned it up in the third period. And I gotta, I gotta, I gotta say, this is, this is a major difference. <clears throat> John, would you stop trolling me, with Buknevich? I know it's just a troll. What I've, what I've noticed about this team is that when they play a bad period, and they, there have been some bad periods. The other, the other night against, uh, I think one that sticks out was the. Well, there was the. It was a game a week or two ago. Maybe it was the Boston game. They got outshot 18 to three oh, yeah, or something yeah, yeah. like that in the first period. And despite coming out of it tied at one in that game, it was a bad period. But they come out and they turn it around the next period, whether it's the second or third. They they don't they seem to bounce back very well and recover and figure out what's wrong, get going, buckle down and you know, whatever other sports cliche you want to use, this team doesn't typically string together two bad periods in a row. And how many? I mean, how many bad games have they played? The two Calgary games were bad, right? Right. They were manhandled in those games. Right. But I mean, you was, could, when Calgary was real hot. I mean, I don't know. If, and they were coming off the road trip, right? They're coming home from a road trip, and well, Ryan Reeves talked about after that road trip is when they got their shit together. Right. That that West Coast, uh, the the Edmonton debacle where they blew the lead, 
the uh, they blew the lead previous to the, the another lead they blew. Vancouver, Vancouver, right? He mentioned that game, and he mentioned the uh the annihilation by the Flames. But he said after that, I don't know if they uh had a uh, consciously did it. And or unconsciously did it. I it, it's been rectified, and I'm here to testify <clears throat> that the New York Rangers are just. I really, uh, I love this group, Jim. I I've said it on the uh, rolling. I love the group, not just the Blue Shirt Underground group, but the group of players we have right now, <clears throat> with no exceptions. And Even, I've been on several of these guys on the different coaches. The uh, <clears throat> you know even the marginal players are are kind of winning you over. The, you know the the Dryden Hunts. The you know <clears throat> I don't want to I don't want to you're not going to anoint. I don't want to I don't want to diminish Barclay Goodrow, but you know these new guys that 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 were brought in. You know, not the superstars is, I guess, right. what I'm what I'm trying to go for here. Julian Gauthier, I, I just, I, I feel like every game this guy is just on the verge of something, <laughs> and it's just, just hasn't happened yet. But I feel like every game there's just, there's he makes plays, just hasn't put the puck in the net. I, you know, I, I, I. Uh, I, I am glad to have been, you know, skeptical and and proven wrong for being skeptical about about everything. <clears throat> you know, I'm not one of these guys. I've never been one of these guys that wants them to lose or wants somebody to fail just so that I'm right. right. And this fan base is full of those people. Oh yeah, full of them. <clears throat> now, I, again, what the fuck do I really know? I just watch the games. I have no insight. Right. I couldn't tell you, you know, what system they're playing. I know they're playing more of a man-on-man -man system. I don't even know what the fuck that means. Everybody picks a man. I don't know. But I have, it is, what are we, 23 games in? I have figured out what Gerard Gallant does that previous coaches have not done Pretty much since we've been covering this show, since we've been doing this show, Jim. What's that? He has given the fourth line a directive. The prime directive for a fourth line. Make a Star Trek reference. Star Trek reference. Excellent. His fourth line prime directive is, you better get that puck and spend the entire shift in the other team's zone. That is, and also to lay waste by hitting all defensemen. This is the forward, fourth line. Hit, hit, hit. Right. And by the end of the game, when that final push comes, the rigors of playing against a physical fourth line and the fact that these defensemen have faced more pressure in their defensive zone throughout the game, we're not seeing that last minute and a half stuck in your own zone. Holy shit, are the Rangers going to get out of this one? 
crisis. Right. <laughs> Ranger that crisis. we have been seeing <clears throat> over and over again. And you can tell this by, look at the fourth line minutes. They're playing a lot longer than the typical Ranger fourth line minutes. Instead of four minutes, they're playing six to eight. The other players have bought into this, the first and second line players, that if it take this is what it takes to win, this is what we're going to do. And well, to, to, to further your point, the uh, Blackhawks game, <clears throat> Ryan Reeves had 11 minutes, Dryden Hunt 15 minutes, Kevin Rooney 13 minutes. Uh, low, least ice time was Julian Gauthier. Ten, he played 10 and a half minutes, but still, I mean, you're, you're absolutely right. I mean, how many times you saw, you know, a fourth line guy get six minutes, you know. We saw every we judge guys like, all right, you know, listen, I don't want to bring up the name again, but Brett Howden. Who knows? I mean, he might. I don't think he would have. But if you give the fourth line a direction and, you know, this is your job to just, you wouldn't have, draw, you know, I mean, Brett Howden trying to score goals. You wouldn't have him, you know, he would have had a direction. He might have been a different player. I don't think he would have, but. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, years past, I would say, you know, the fourth line would step on the ice, and you would just hope they survived the shift. Now right. I sit here watching the games, and when there's a little bit of momentum swing the other way, I actually find myself thinking, maybe we need the fourth line out here to get a little, to, to kind of tilt, retilt the ice a little bit, to kind of even things out. That hasn't, you know, that, that hasn't happened in a long time. The team that made the cup run in in uh, you know fourteen, they had a pretty good fourth line. Carcillo, Dorset, Don Moore, uh, right? right? That was pretty. That was a pretty good line. They knew their job, <laughs> right? But I but uh, that was a pretty good fourth line. But they they didn't have the size of this line. Well, and this has nothing to do with what I think. It is the element of toughness. Reeves hits like a bastard. He also right. doesn't take bad penalties, which I love. Right. A lot of times these guys take bad penalties. He does not take bad penalties. <clears throat> and I still want to see him. I still, I still, he's still got to go after Subban at some point. Sorry, but he does. Well, <laughs> he's he still got to go that, after him. He addressed that today and he said, you know, nobody really wants to fight him. And. You know, his role, he said, if I got to take a run at a guy and then he comes back at me, to stick, then I'll fight. And he also said this, the days of having guys on each team to fight, he says, they're gone. He goes, nobody wants to fight me. But Fine. I agree I, with I, you. I, I still, the, I, you I know what, you. next time they play the Devils, he should be on the ice every time Subban's on the ice. I don't care if he gets 18 minutes in a, in, a, in a game against the Devils. I don't care. I don't care. I will gladly sacrifice Mika Zibanejad or anybody forwards. Uh, you know, uh, f take three minutes from this guy, three minutes from this guy, three minutes from this guy, and I put the old man out there. And every time P.K. Subban's on the ice, he should have a target on his back from Ryan Reeves. Every time. I agree. 
I don't I don't care if Ryan Reeves has to sit the next two games because he's exhausted after he played 22 minutes against the Devils. Right. <clears throat> I certainly agree with you. I said that. Also, Adam Fox says he feels safer. He told Ryan Reeves he feels safer knowing that he's on the team. What Adam Fox, whatever Adam Fox wants, he gets. Right. So Ryan Reeves, right. love you. Right. <laughs> we got to make him feel 100% safe. Like Bugs Bunny said, whatever baby wants, baby gets. <laughs> that just goes to show you how unsafe he must have felt last year. Right. You know? Right. So to me, but Ryan Reeves has got to do two things. And like you said, the first, and fight Tom Wilson. And then they should build a statue of him <laughs> at Madison Square Garden. And if Tom Reeves, uh, if if Tom Wilson doesn't want to fight, that's fine too. But the same thing applies. I want him on the ice. Twenty-two minutes. Whenever Tom Wilson's leg swings over the boards, then Ryan Reeves' tree trunk leg should come over the boards. Here I come. Just, just shadow him. Just follow him around the ice. Take your shots when you can. Spear him. Whatever. Either that, or he goes after that supermodel, Nicholas Lidstrom. No, not Lidstrom. Backstrom. Lidstrom. Rips off his helmet and just starts beating him. <laughs> Until he's a bloody pulp. Right. Then you get Tom Wilson out there. You'll see. All right. Go after their goaltender. Do what you got to do. Give him a, give that, me a, give me a, give me a snow shower. Right, couple two or three O's. Nobody likes you know. Nobody likes when you do that to your to their goaltender. Whatever. What? And I will tell you now. Cutsy, Josh Gimble, up in Canada. I know we got a lot of fans up in Canada. We got a lot of fans everywhere. I know. I know we got a lot. Of, we have Philippines. Fucking. Morocco, Morocco, China, China, right? We got them everywhere. But you know what? Fuck you, Canada. I am sick and tired of hearing you never mention the Rangers. You never mention any teams in North America. It's always Canada, 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 Canada. They go through like the best teams that have a chance to win the cup. Everybody's got like they leave the Rangers out. Now listen. Well, are you talking about? Well, where are you talking? Are you talking about like if you watch TSN? If I watch, if I listen to NHL Network, nothing. Yeah, but isn't that just, isn't NHL Network just TSN? Aren't they just showing you whatever's on TSN when they no, talk hockey? The radio network too. Oh. They, it's like they constantly like they'll 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 talk about I don't know Winnipeg. Right. Winnipeg. The fuck? The, the, the Rangers have four losses. Yep. They have four losses. We can name them. Seven. Right? They lost the first game against the Caps. They lost the Calgary game. What's the other two? Two Calgary games. Two Calgary games. 
I don't know what the other one is. I, I well, you, you talk about you talk about regulation losses. Regulation losses. Uh, oh, Toronto. Uh, Toronto. Yeah, Toronto. Yeah, that, that's the Rangers' four losses. I got to hear about. Oh, Nikolai Ellers is back. <laughs> Who gives a fuck? <clears throat> we got the best defenseman in the NHL. <sighs> Bar none. There is none better. Yeah, see, uh, how he's saying NHL Network Radio, it's from Toronto. You're just, it's all Canadian. It's all, it's all propaganda. Well, You're never going to hear it. Out of it then. <clears throat> You're never going to hear about the, the Rangers would have to get to the Why Eastern Conference Finals before anybody will pay attention up there. When, when their eight teams are eliminated. You see, fucking Connor McDavid gets bounced, bounced. He has, he has a fight or he gets a boarding penalty. The Oilers lose like 6-1. It's like, really, you don't realize that that team is a fucking uh, a, a two-man show? The Oilers are going nowhere. It's McDavid and, and Drysdale. 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 <laughs> That's it. What do you got, Darnell, Darnell Nurse? Yamamoto. Uh, yeah, Mr. Yamamoto from Dick Tracy. Joe Jitsu. Going <laughs> Joe Jitsu. Yeah, that, uh, that show would never make it on air. <laughs> right. You all right, Dick Tracy? Bad <laughs> <laughs> as Mickey Rooney in uh, Breakfast at Tiffany's. Anyway. Yeah, what about what about uh well I mean I mean there's some other players up there. Pooja Pooja, how do you say Pooja Larvi? He's on the Pujarvi? third line now. I follow this shit. Zach Hyman? No? Yeah, he's Dude. on the first one. He got promoted. RNH? No love for RNH? He's mediocre. He's Who's mediocre. that fucking goalie up there? Uh, nobody even knows. <laughs> it was Mike Smith, and now it's some other guy. Stuart Skinner and Miko Koskinen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Skinner from The Simpsons? How old is Mike Smith? He's like 60. <laughs> <laughs> Rolo Ninth Ride put up his quote. They still think Dion Phaneuf is the best D man of his generation. Give it a fucking break. <laughs> you got it. Oh, what a peg. Oh, I understand Calgary's doing good. <clears throat> I've seen that uh, we got a Ranger fan in here who thinks they're going to win the Stanley Cup. I don't know. Isn't Jacob Markstrom their goalie? I mean, I, I guess you could win with a guy like that. I mean, the Penguins won with Matt Murray, but. Canucks suck. You can't throw the, the North American Northeast teams get totally overlooked. I'm sorry. I'm just pissed at it. I mean, I understand it, but there's no, there's, there's, there's so little American media hockey coverage except for ESPN. But, I but why? You know, they're, they're not, but, and, and my, at least as far as I can tell, ESPN, the main station, ESPN one, whatever the hell you want to call it, they're not devoted. I mean, everything NHL is put on ESPN two or ESPN plus, right? Right. <clears throat> so, but, but Jim, I'm just saying, why is this, is is it an anti US bias? Because we didn't fucking course. invent the sport. Of course. I don't understand. They're pissed. It's their national. It's their, you know. It's their semi-national game. Now they want to c 
cup up there in how many years? Fifty. Wow. <laughs> I mean, all they do is fuck it. They don't talk about the rest of the league. It's like a six-team league up there, whatever. They how many teams they got? <laughs> they don't mention anybody. <laughs> uh, well, anyway. So that was my little thing. I'm like, you know, the Rangers have fucking four yeah. losses. I, this is 23 <laughs> games in. Right, 23? Uh, yes. I mean, this is a mon monumentous shit going on. The Rangers went from a, a total rebuild, the upheaval in the offseason, which most of us poo-pooed, and, and rightly so. I'm still poo-pooing it. They could have just added these players, and but we wouldn't get the great Gerard Gallant in there, given that fourth line of fucking a roll, which I didn't see on the Quinzo. And I see that Gerard Gallant, again, you know how I felt about Rickles. <laughs> but you know what about what Rickles and, and give Maui a break <laughs> is all about? Merit. Coming out of these fucking, I hated Dryden Hunt that he got a position, that he got it over Kraftsoff. We were all bitching the mode, including myself. How does Dryden Hunt get a job? And, and Kraftsoff is not playing. And good for him. He went back to Russia. I mean, he should have. He was justified. Baba booey, baba baba. But when it comes down to it, Dryden Hunt has a role. He plays that role, and same thing with Gautier. I don't know if it's, it's because he could speak French with Lafonniere, if that's the fucking thing, and Hedl's got to sit there and just be, like, clueless. That third line also has a role. The role for Philip Hedl is not to ever score and just get 100 chances. Lafonniere. Not get hurt. Lafonniere <laughs> is... Uh, <clears throat> you might, Matt, you're right. I wouldn't be surprised. Mamorello just brought up now that, uh, and I'm sorry I'm very caffeinated today. I was I was holding this in over the weekend about the whole. Now that Jeff Gordon, uh, Gordon, Gordon is in as what, president of the Montreal Canadiens? Yeah, big, big cheese. He's learning French, by the way. <laughs> I don't know how that works. Just have a translator. Just yeah, have a I know, but those people are fucking. Oh, I know they're not. You, you know, you may have been very. Uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Prescient about when you said AV last week. Could he, he really be the perfect coach up there right now? Because he'd be a good conduit. You know. Yeah. He's <clears throat> got a pet. I mean, you know, they, they got this 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 uh, beady eyed American from Boston up there running things now, and. <laughs> You know, you gotta get, you gotta gotta counterbalance that. That's true. You could teach Gort some French. We we that brought up. Let's trade Crafter to Montreal. I think he's the perfect. You know, Gorton is high on Kraftsoff. right? Uh, and you know they love themselves some flashy scorer, right? I mean, let's start. Ripping them off now. Let's start. <laughs> and <clears throat> yes, Chef Drury has to get a little credit. 
What? For what? That's it. That's all I'm saying. I mean, he bought Ryan Reeves, I guess. Did he hire the coach? Yeah, I think he did. I guess he did, yeah. All right. Guy Kadamas. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna ignore the fact that no, you know, I am. I'm they're not, playing I'm not well and he's running the organization. Doesn't mean I like him. Was oh, yeah, it gets I'll never like they him. They fired a coach and they hired a coach. <laughs> he didn't do nothing. <laughs> Let him tell, I want to see he some good trades. I want to see I want to see the, the do nothing policy is not my uh what I'm looking forward to. He's got his work cut out for him, that's for sure. Not just this year, the next couple of years. He's he signed fucking Mika Zabinijad to that fucking outrageous contract. How come everybody is uh everybody's happy with Drury over that? Everybody ha- that's right now the the only bugaboo in the Ranger fan optics right now is Mika. Well is it is it deserved? What do you think, Jim? As long as they're winning, it's not a problem. Power play's clicking. As long as they're winning. Power play's clicking. Oh, stop, New York Ranger Mike. He's a good GM. 23 games? You gotta say good? <laughs> right ahead. <clears throat> he signed Fox. He got Fox lined up, locked up, yeah. right? Why are you guys turning against me? Agree with me. I'm wrong. wrong. Look, I I, I give him I'm giving him credit, but I don't like him. I'll never like him. Never like him. Sorry, but I don't. I'm gonna have to wait till the trading deadline is over to make my evaluation. <laughs> and who they should fuck I, I, and I and I still think from from what we've heard, he's he he, he gets a little of the you know, he's gotta take his lumps on this whole Kraftsoft thing, too. As long as they're winning, nobody gives a shit about Kraftsoft anymore. Well, yeah, but uh, you, you see know, how it, everyone forgot here. <laughs> it always, but you know, it's going to come down to asset management too. He's got his work cut out for him right now, as constructed. This team is playing very well, and I'm very happy. But we're going to see a little more in 23 games before I'm going to build him a statue. Well, I think Veronica Ann makes a great point. It'll become a problem that Mika if they can't get Strom. The young guns, I'm not sure they're guns yet. They're more like uh, young pistols. Right, they're pistols. They're cap shooters. Cap guns. Caco right. looks good. Lafonniere, I don't know. I, I'm not even going to pass judgment on any of these guys. I, I honestly I honestly believe that, you know, they have to – Why have, why haven't – what are they waiting for with Ryan Stroh? Why are they – I mean, if they haven't – it sounds like, I mean, just from what I've read, that they are prepared to move on – Without Ryan Strom, and and I would ask why? Who's going to replace? Who replaces Ryan Strom? Who? Uh, I mean, he fits so well with Panarin. This guy, what's he got? Points in ten, nine, ten of the last eleven games. He seems to be a good teammate. Everybody likes him. Why are we so? Why are they so anxious to move on from him? I don't know. <clears throat> And, 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 you know, from a Strom standpoint, you know, where's he going to do better? No way. He's going to get more money other places, but where's he going to do better? Where's he going to get a better line? Who's going to give him a better line mate than Nobody. our Teddy Barron? 
Zero. Come on. He goes somewhere else. He's a third-line center. That's right. I, I like him a lot. And I love the fact that every goal he scores is a goal he didn't score as an Islander draft pick. I love that. One of our guys, one of, one of, or excuse me, one of their guys becoming a success with us. That always happens the other way. We have to watch, you know, there's so many years we had to watch our guys go somewhere else, get traded off for veterans to make some ridiculous, Ill, ill-fated, ill-conceived playoff push that never happened. And then we watched them go have 10-year careers otherwhere, otherwhere, elsewhere, excuse me. Underwear. <laughs> underwear. Right, <laughs> underwear. Well, you're right. They got to find a way to make this all work. There's got to be a way. Got to be a way. Got to be a way. Find it. I Get think, it done. I think there is a feeling out there and it could be a little correct. Is that whatever center Panarin has always played with, they've always improved dramatically. When he was in Chicago and he played with Artem Anisimov, his numbers went up. Anybody Panarin plays with, if, if they're a good hockey player, they're they're going exponentially they're going to get better. And I think People feel that about Strom, that, oh, well, we could just plug in another center and, you know. But there's no doubt that these guys have some kind of chemistry. So we got to find the money. We got to find the money. New York Ranger Mike is now reporting the Rangers are talking to Strom's agent. His agent? We'll talk to his agent. We'll talk. Get him on the show. Let's get this done. I mean, really. 10 years, $3.5 million. 10 years, three years. Four. Well, we got Panarin for 10, right? Or whatever's left of Panarin's contract. What's left? Eight years, seven years? That's how long Ryan Strom gets. Seven years. What do I get? Give him seven years, $3 million a year. Where's he going to make? Where's he's he going to have this kind of security player with one of the greatest players in the game? But I know what you're saying, but there's no way any top. Second line, first power play guy is getting $3 million a year. Oh, fuck him. Uh, that's it. Oh, go. Bottle off now. Done. Goodbye. Morgan Barron. But you're right. Your point is that he's never going to do better. He's going to go back to Edmonton, Ryan Strome, once he leaves. Right. I mean, what's he going to do? Who is he going to do? Was he going to sign with the Wild? I mean, really? You know, the. the these guys just, uh, you know, and I understand there's a limited window to make all the money, but all, make your money. I understand that. You only get, you know, these guys, you get one, two big contracts if they're lucky. But how much money do you need? Uh, do you need? These agents get in their head. I know. At some point, it's got to be enough, right? People going to look at his stats and they're going to say, look at his stats and he'd be a great number two center on our team. Five years, six and a half. I don't know if the Rangers have room for that, but I'd do it. Same money, 10 years, three and a half. Three and a half. Five years at three, five years at 6.5. You're going to pay is, him. Is, is, is what? Five times six and a half, 
right, is $32.5 million. $32.5 million. We'll give him that same amount of money. We just want to do it over 10 years. Yeah, we'll be paying We'll give you your $32 million. It's just going to take a few little longer. That's all. (laughs) He's got job security until he's 35 years old. Yeah, but 36. What is he? He's 26, right? 28. He's 28. No deal. He's 28. We'll give him job security until he's 37. Then we'll give him a job in the organization. We'll put him right up in the MSG studios. He takes over for Hank in 10 years. Who is he comparable to? I don't know. It's not just about Strom. We want to keep Panarin happy. We gotta keep Panarin happy. We can't. We can't upset the apple cart. Panarin, uh, you know, we love him, but the guy's a little fragile too. We, 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 you know, we can't have this guy going into the bunker for three weeks and going hiding again. I think Paul Slyker has the answer. Thirty, 30 years, five hundred thousand dollars. Perfect. Perfect. Strong can play until he's fifty-eight. And if we have yeah. to buy him out in 25 years, then that's what we do. It'll be like Get his problem. agent on the phone. Look, let me put the link up for his agent to call into the show. We will get this done. Who's his agent? If he's an ex-player, I can get to him. <laughs> Maybe it's Laidlaw. Is it Laidlaw? Call Kotze. Tell him we need Laidlaw on the on the. tell you that on some website? <laughs> their Probably. Probably somewhere. Strom's got kids. Well, we'll take care of the kids. We'll we'll, we'll, we'll make a trust. Summer the jobs. We'll hide money. Look, it's cable vision. We'll hide money for this guy. He's stolen. Everything is nefarious over here. <laughs> we don't do anything by the books. We'll, we'll set up a private account in the Cayman Islands with $50 million in it. Exactly. The kids nobody, can play nobody the band if they want to. We'll send Costa to his house, driving a brakes truck in the middle of the night. Look, just go to the gay community. You pull up to the gate and you say, Cookie sent me. And Costa's going to hand you a duffel bag with $50 million in it. (laughs) We've got this figured out. Just nobody's listening to us. No. Somebody said, somebody said it's DiPietro? Was this? No. What, no, somebody was suggesting a DiPietro-like contract. Uh, 30, you know, like a, a 20-year deal or whatever the hell. I kid you not, it was Isle of Fan Appreciation back at the mausoleum. And, Eight you know, people showed up. Right. That That's certainly true. And, of course, DiPietro was injured during fan appreciation back in, this is back in the day. You know what they had him doing, Jim? What? Serving hot dogs. Oh, he was, oh, I think you. I think you mentioned this before. Yeah, selling hot dogs. But Sean, we can do better than that. We'll give him. We'll give him VIP backstage access to idiot box shows. VIP sound check. We'll buy him. Oh yeah, we can't buy him drinks. Welcome at viewing parties for him and his family forever. Done. Done. We'll give him a shirt. Give him a puck. Introduce him to the coat rack. Right. Whatever he wants. This could be done. Where's he going to go? That big shot pan. Just sign with Dallas. Whoa. Whoa. What fun. What funsies you're going to have in Dallas? Is he going to go to Phoenix? Play out yeah. there? Oh, 
God. Sure, they'll give him $10 million a year. I mean, does the ra- he realize that this is a rising phoenix of a franchise? It's New York, and it's New York. It's VIP ticket to Steely Dan at Radio City with Micheletti. See, now we're talking. Now we're negotiating. Right, right. Matt's coming up with the things. Right. Now we're putting things on the table that we can work with. I don't know, man. 30-year deal, $500,000. I love it. Right now, we are liftoff to the Stanley Cup stage. Liftoff. Why wouldn't you want to be on that rocket? Yeah, but you know what? Yeah, I New York Ranger make you make a good point about the, the, the Jack Hughes contract. But he was he was the second pick, Kako. Right. The first pick is, you know. And I think and Jack Hughes is actually when he plays has shown more, at least in my opinion, than Kako has. And he's that coveted center iceman. So yeah, that's true. He's, he's got a point. Yes. I'll give Ryan Strom all my doubles. <laughs> all my Alexi Lafayette rookie cards he can have. Maybe he can get Laffy and the other guy, Taffy, together. Right. So so we're over. The, the Strom is playing well. The Panarin is playing well. <laughs> There's not much. I, I I I gave you a couple things that I see Gallant does, and he he believes in a player. He believes in a player, and he does it based on your performance. And so far, the performance is good, and he hasn't had to change anything. Not for the most part. So uh, since the <clears throat> the last time we were on, obviously the Rangers haven't lost because they haven't lost. And uh, they had the four-one win over the Flyers, and then they had the the uh, one-nothing win over the San Jose Sharks, and Which, then I mean, the three-to-two win over the Blackhawks. The Shark game, I would have loved to see them go against the starting goaltender there, Reimer, who's been playing really well. But hey, we get Aiden Hill. Fine, uh, they won the game. I mean. The Sharks are no pushovers. They're they're a little bit better, and uh, that game was a real that game was a real struggle. Not just because Igor got hurt, obviously. Game was a struggle. The Rangers they, they just Sharks just blocked every shot, tipped yep. every pass. Rangers just that was a struggle. I was I thought that was a I thought that was a real hard fought win for them. They're a stifling team. They will not allow a lot. And you're right, and and we do have to, you know, and of course their backup Hill played really well. He did, which is, which, but, uh, I want to say something. What was it? Oh, uh, and then Igor gets hurt, and that looked bad, Jim. Man, it did. And I, th- I, I'm sure I was not alone, and I could literally see our 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 season circling the drain. Because usually when they do the old Joe stuff, I'm already say poo pooing it. But well, when he limped off that ice, and then he banged his blocker against the stands, I said, "Oh shit!" 
Yeah, I mean, you know, his reaction wasn't good. And, I mean, they're dragging him off. Like I said, you know, I used this in the group. I said they dragged him off the ice like it was Gettysburg. <laughs> he couldn't put any weight on his leg. Uh, you know, Joe and uh, Joe and Sam are giving eulogies. Condolences. <laughs> right. I mean, you know, Sam was sitting shiv. I mean, it was bad. It was bad. It looked bad. <clears throat> it looked bad. I mean, you know, they, uh, Georgiev came in, did a great job. I think he made awesome. nine saves. Shut the door. And uh, But, I mean, when that game was over, it didn't even feel like a win. I mean, I yeah. was, that was, you know, that was tough. And then coming back the next night, play well, Georgiev again. Well, there was something, I was going to say, there was something in between all of that, the the press conference that Gerard Gallant had. The press conference, right. Of course, the, the, the that might have been the most watched press conference in MSG Network history. Right. Everybody <laughs> everybody was tuned to that day like it was like it was VE day. We were gathered around the, the sets. <laughs> yeah. Waiting for news. And what'd we get? <laughs> Alfred E. Newman, Newman Gallant. What? Right. You worry? Right. Oh, the trainer said it'd be fine. Yep. Lies, lies, and more lies. Trainer said not to worry. It's it said not to worry. It's not as bad as it looks. <clears throat> yeah, Jim. Uh, I don't Mike, know. Uh, NYR Mike says in past years the Rangers would have lost to a team like the Sharks. I, you know what? I'd say, I'd argue that two months ago they would have lost to a team like the Sharks, or six weeks ago. They've come a long way just this season. They really you know have grown up a little bit. <clears throat> I'm, I feel like I'm a kept woman that's being lied to by her. Yeah, like, like, <laughs> let me finish this thought before I just, you just crack up. It's being lied to by a rich man, but I don't care because I'm getting everything I want. And I don't care if Gallant lies till his nose grows like Pinocchio. <laughs> I don't care as long as they're winning. He could tell me anything, that man. <laughs> I feel like a kept woman. Oh, he's sweet talking you right into bed, isn't oh, he? Oh, he is, baby. <laughs> He's <laughs> as long as they keep winning, he's a panty dropper, man. That's I—he's a charmer, that man. He's, I'm all easy squeezy, lemon breezy over here, baby. For that man. <laughs> lies, 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 yeah. <laughs> and then Saturday, I'm at a Christmas party, and somebody says, "An Islander fan, of course." Shesterk, it's on the IR. What? <laughs> I go, what? You, you're telling me I just saw Rickles last night saying it's you're right. <laughs> I was just on the phone with Rickles 10 minutes ago. I, I just heard Ger Gerard Gallant said the trainer said it was nothing. It wasn't as bad as it looked. <laughs> I was lied to, but I love the man because they came back and they beat the Blackhawks. Right. With Georgie boy. 
Another another hard fought win. A game they could have lost because the Blackhawks are, are playing a lot better, but they won it. Right? A hard, like you said, a hard fought game. <clears throat> the Rangers survived that first period where they weren't so great. A lot of posts by the Blackhawks, but Georgie, he stood tall. He's back. Well, he's back. Now everybody's got brimming with confidence now that Alexander Georgiev is playing the Nets. Well, give it three games, then we'll be hating the guy. So when so we have these three wins, we we have Shesterkin injured. They're saying about a week. Wait, 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 I'm sorry. Highlight that comment. It's well, it's on screen. That's all I can do with it. No, awfully, awfully double O died. Oh, all right. I'm sorry to interrupt your thought there. No, no, love no. Igor, but I think he's a. Why is he a prima donna? Because the way he left the ice. Is it the uh, hairband? Love the hairband. <laughs> is it the hairband? Love hairbands. I was always a fan. Chester, <laughs> can you think he's a prima donna? Because he does go down a lot. Now I'm thinking about. I was gonna totally. You know, lambast you awfully, but I, I think you might be right. He does go down a lot and look like he's been like shot. What do you think, Jim? Jim. <laughs> Speaking of going down a lot, Jim. Oh, jeez. Not now, Bill. Anyway, I don't think he's a. I don't think he's a prima donna. I, I you know. What? A man bun. We, you know, guys, we got to get with the times here. This is 1974. I mean, we wore stupid shit when we were kids. And we were teenagers and youngsters. Raise your hand if you wore those fucking stupid, uh, uh, what do they call those pants? Tough skins? What, Chris? No, no not bell bottoms. We're not that fucking old. Those parachute pants. Uh, uh, or jams. Jams. I wore jams. jams. Bell bottoms. What? <laughs> on this show? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> you wore parachute pants, Jim. You know it. Night long, baby. All night long. <laughs> uh, I honestly don't think I ever had a pair of parachute pants. My father would never have stood for it. Really? What? what? Your father was a. He was big on what you wore? He, oh, very conservative. Very. Really? I didn't very, get that vibe the one time I met did, him. Did not. Did <laughs> The three minutes I met him at the Blarney Rock, I didn't get that vibe from him at all. Well, he was wearing a hat. And he was looking <laughs> at a giant's. Wasn't like in a suit. My father wore a suit to work every day when he went to the city. My father's very fastidious as well. Very, no, my father was very conservative, dressed. Really? Did not believe in, did not, did sneakers, not. Didn't like sneakers, shoes only? It, yeah, I had, yeah, it was sneakers were like, you did not wear sneakers to school. Uh, you know, I, I had, you know, you had, you had your school shoes and you had play shoes. 
you know, the, the play, the, the, the school shoes, when they got too scuffed up to wear to school, they became the play shoes. I still had to wear yeah. shoes out to play. You had a very repressed childhood, dude. My father did not believe in in trends, uh, you know, wearing what the other you know, what the cool kids wore. You know, uh, I wore you know sneakers. You got kids. You know, did you wear? Uh... You know, it didn't spend. You know, there was no come on, ah, okay. Nikes. Get out of here. You know, back in the day, you know, even though, even though, you know, when they were to twenty five dollars back then, you know, or, oh no. Uh... You know, when I was kangaroo, I had, uh, you know, I was lucky if I got, you know, if I got Olympians from Favor, I, I thought I was, I thought I was, I thought I was living. Uh, you know, <laughs> what's the best story in forty years? I'm not, I'm not kidding. You know, we didn't. Our father made a good living, but we didn't. I mean, I didn't. You know, we have similar childhoods. I mean, we. Than you know, I rebelled against my father and refused to wear anything. He, that you know, my father is very fastidious and and just wouldn't go for the, anything. You know, I, I, it was mostly Converse All Stars, which you know have have you know they've kind of stood the test of time. But back in the eighties, they weren't the most you know they weren't the trendy sneaker. You know, everybody else had Vans and they had leather and po ponies and Nikes and. Uh, uh, Pumas, suede Pumas. No, fuck no, I wasn't getting a pair of those either. Sean wants to know was, if you want assless chaps. Con oh, Joe. Converse or Pro Keds, that was pretty much it. Yeah, I didn't get Nike either. I got like that North Star one. I think I had, I may have had Pumas. Do you, here, here's one for the for the older the older members of our, do you remember when Models before they were before they became a big store, a big chain like they were. You remember when they used to put ads in the paper that they sold like irregular sneakers? You remember those ads <laughs> that they when they were just Model sporting goods and they'd have you know. Yeah, yeah that yeah that was that was a Marshalls. You'd get the, who you'd had get the irregular. You'd get the irregulars, and they you know they'd yeah, advertise yeah. leather Converse irregulars for eighteen dollars. Oh, then all of a sudden, oh look, got your pair of Converse. Yeah, you know, they, they didn't even come in a box. Them. They didn't even come in a box. They'd be tied together. You got them in the bag. The piece of string. <laughs> How about acid wash jeans? Did you wear those? Uh, I might have had. I might have had a Well, see, here's the thing. My mother used to take take us clothes shopping, and, and my father wouldn't be there for that. So you could. You could sometimes talk mom into a couple, two, three things, right, right. You know, but not not him. If he was there when you went sneaker shopping, you were screwed. You knew you were getting like you know Keds or you know uh, Stadia's. Who remember Kinney? Remember Kinney had the yeah, whales Stadia sneakers. Look them up if you don't know what they are. They had a whale on the side of them. Oh, that's embarrassing. Well, that was my child. The new Honda's logo. <laughs> Favor, man. I forgot about that place. Favor. Geo had bell bottoms. God bless. <laughs> I caught the very end of bell bottoms. <clears throat> they used to call them flares, I think. Flare jeans. Then there was the whole... Uh, I know this game... What is this turn of fashion week? But still, I used to have... Um, Oh, well, then you went through the whole designer gene thing, which, of course, I wasn't getting. 
Right. The only designer we knew was Wrangler. New Balance, that was way out of. Yeah, those kangaroos are still around, right? I think my, my wife got some at Favor the other day. <laughs> there they are. Wow. I didn't have Velcro. They, yeah, they, you did. You know, <laughs> Now I did you not have, have Velcro. Now they tied. They they had shoelaces. You had that Velcro. You know that's a, here's a, here's another funny thing for you because now we're completely off topic, right? So I get these these fucking Stadia sneakers, right? These leather things, and I don't know. You remember the you remember the trend in the '80s where you had two different colored laces? You had two sets of laces in your sneakers. Did you ever do that? Yes. Why well, had why well, had two sets of laces in my stadiums? My that was another thing. I, what the what are you a clown with you? With the <laughs> what is this? <clears throat> I never had ruse, Chris. Chris had. They said. Remember, they said ruse on the side. <laughs> ruse, not, well, yeah, Chris Scott Gang of ruse. loves ruse, and Chris Jonnet also loves ruse. Hopefully, the, the Barney Stone was great. You could go in and get a roast beef sandwich. And a, and a glass of beer for like $10 back in the day. They'd slice yeah. the roast beef right off the roast and they'd make you a sandwich. I used to love going there. <clears throat> anyway. Yes. So now we've... we've now that we've, memory lane. We've delved into 80s fashion. It's Buster Brown at Designership. Buster Brown. It was. That was pretty Hush puppies. I remember my father used to get on me because I had wide feet. I was like a triple E. Like that was your fault. Yeah, like, uh, uh, you know, hey. <laughs> I'm just born with these fucking things. I didn't design my feet. I'm sorry they're $5 extra for the triple E. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> well, oh, man. All right, so we were talking about Chester. Okay? Right. And he, he might be a little, uh, I don't know. He's got, I know his dogs have, uh, they have their own Instagram, again, uh, Instagram accounts. Two of them. They have separate Instagram. So maybe he is a little hoity-toity drama queen. We don't know. But he's out of a goaltender. That's all I care about. That's all I care about. I, I, don't, I don't care if he dyes his hair pink and wears it down to his ass. Yeah. I really don't. Just I keep mean, winning. Could you get more of a prima donna than Henrik Lundqvist? He was the greatest goaltender in our history. Right. I mean, we got shampoo clips of him. Right. We literally have pictures where the man is squirting shampoo all over his face. Yeah. I mean, come on. I mean, it, 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 it doesn't <laughs> scream something. It was really hard for me to look at him after I saw that picture. God, corduroy pants. Howie. I'm having nightmares now. Static cling nightmares. <laughs> Touching my corduroy. Ah! Getting a shock. Sam couldn't serve in World War I because he had flat feet. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. <laughs> but that Blackhawk game, Georgie stepped up, baby. Played a great game. Quite frankly, both of those goals that the Blackhawks scored in that game were not – shouldn't have been called. They shouldn't have been goals. That should have been a shutout. Sure. 
How did that get? How did that go? Get allowed? They said they were going to take a look at it, but I didn't see the results. Well, all they said was the stick never went above the shoulder. When they showed it on the video, the stick was up here. Again, Toronto bias. Canada's screwing the Rangers. Right. That's right, Offley. He does have a very... Oh, hockey players. When do you ever see him with an ugly broad anyway? They always get hot girls because they're pretty good looking and they're in shape. Not like, you know, Dennis from accounting is sitting in the, the basement cubicle. He's not getting that girl. They're hockey players. They're stars. So. I I heard Joe was doing color commentary for the Islanders, but I didn't watch it. I, I hear. I get all the Joe Micheletti I need. I get more than I need. He didn't do the game last night. They had some. I guess an ex-female hockey player doing it. Oh, really? Nah. Because Joe had all he could stands. He couldn't stands no more. <clears throat> so I I I that's just and that who is their announcer over there at the, the Coliseum and the, I mean the the Islanders? The the play by play guy? Screaming. At the top of his lungs. Boy George? Yeah, know. Boy George. The the, the, lead, the the lead announcer screaming. What a heroic goal! Billy, by... Billy something? Billy Bill... Tibbetts? Billy Tibbetts. Billy... Billy Blazjowski? Billy Blazjowski. Billy Beer. Billy Carter. <laughs> Billy Dixie Carter. Carter. Uh, who knows what the uh, whatever this guy is screaming like they won the Stanley Cup. What a heroic goal by Noah Dobson! Heroic effort, heroic, a tying goal against the fucking Blackhawks when you haven't won in a month. That's it, that makes you a hero. Just this, and Jim. I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm just gonna pause here and talk about that team for a second. Which team? The, the that team that plays at the thing, <laughs> the UBS Arena, the IBS Arena. Yups. Okay. At the Ups. Their fan base is the most disloyal, disgusting cretins any fan base has. Worse than the Flyers. Oh, uh, maybe you can get that picture of what happened over there at the uh, the Flyers Arena. Did you see what happened over there? The dog taking a shit. Oh, I, you know, I was going to put the video on if we wanted to. <laughs> yeah, let's watch that. Well, but anyway, yeah, so they are absolutely turning on Barry Trotz. The season is over. They got, Why isn't Ollie Wallstrom getting more playing time? I mean, it is Turncoat Alley. The season is over. Good. Okay. Couldn't happen to a more deserving fan base or franchise. Brendan Burke. Heroic effort by Noah Dobson. You will never hear that ever again. Pat Dobson, maybe. Shit. Kevin Dobson, maybe. 
Can't name any more Dobsons. Oh, shoot. And apparently, Butch couldn't do the, 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 Michelet, the, the reason Micheletti was filling in for Butch was Butch was having shoulder surgery. That's right, Chef Ra. They are, Islander fans are suicidal. There's a suicide watch. And uh, it's because, yeah, Bill Jaffe with that bad, bad hair transplant thing that went awry. His back of his head looks like Charlie Brown's sweater. <laughs> like zigzags. <laughs> Woo. <clears throat> Yeah. Oh, Lord. Uh, have you found this? Oh, yeah, you got this. This is wonderful. Can you give me some context here? Like, why were they doing this? Uh, I don't remember. I, I don't know if I actually saw the reason why these dogs were on the ice. But they, they walked these dogs out on the ice at the, at the Wells Fargo Center. Flyers? Really? And... Oh, this dog drops a major <laughs> deuce. I mean, that is, I mean, that's no, that's no small dump either. I mean, this dog is loaded for bear. Oh, that's right. <laughs> and the security or cop, whoever he is, just stand there like, just let him go. <laughs> the dogs are Why not the fucking logo? <laughs> the only thing that would have made that better is if the is if the dog started dragging his ass on the ice. <laughs> I love it. The absolute best. I only wish I could take a dump on the flyer's ice and get away with it. <laughs> I just want to say like Right now, I am reveling in the pain of other. I'm sorry, I've arisen. The last three or four years hasn't been very good to us as Ranger fans. So right, right now, I don't care. I'm from the bully pulpit right now. I am, <laughs> I am literally doing what that dog did to that logo on every team that's below us and our rivals. And the clock is counting on Lindy Ruff as well. Yeah, apparently. The Devils are not good. Nope. They don't draft well. They, they, they're not good. Not good. And they have really, they have no superstar. <clears throat> they have nobody who can put the puck into that. Rangers at least have some assets. And uh, I, I, they have nothing. And good for them. Die. <laughs> I'll die. Fly is die. Come on! I just you know, I can't. It, it's it, if you told me that on December sixth the Rangers would be the only good team I root for, that there, I'd be hanging everything I have as a sports fan on the Rangers, I would have said, "Well, this is going to be just the worst winter in my, of my life." The winter of discontent. Right now is the winter of our discontent. Sean McCaff with a great quip. Bomb threat because the Flyers are bombing this season. Never feed a dog a cheesesteak before it. Yeah. <laughs> Die getting the coffin. Dawson yeah. Mercer's playing well, Chef Robert. I mean, we're going to hang your hat on him. 
He's gonna he's gonna bring he's the man who's gonna bring you the playoffs. Their goaltending is very mediocre. Their their picks like Pavel Zaka and Nico Hesher, they're just those are high draft picks that should pay dividends, like Leah Sanderson and Philip Edel did for us. Right. No, I mean, you know, I was being sarcastic there, but <laughs> that's how I feel every day when I get up and look at the standings. And I, I, I went to Atlantic City about a month ago, and the most unluckiest person I know in this world was with me, and he's an Islander fan. Chris, and he's tell no, no, no. Chris is lucky. This other guy is totally unlucky. Oh, okay. He, I mean, he's a buffoon to the 5,000th degree. I mean, I will say right now, this guy is a bigger buffoon than anyone, that any of you people know. And I could spend six hours telling you why this is. Hello. Hello. So he's telling me, oh, wait till we get in our home arena. This is the same guy who cried for 10 days. Same buffoon. <laughs> Wait till we get to a new barn. To yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, our fans going to be in the rafters cheering our team on. I'm putting $20 on the honors to win the Stanley Cup. I said $20, you could buy two tickets on the secondary market now. Save the $20. Go to the game. Go to the game. When he put that money down and he said, this is the biggest buffoon that's ever lived, did this, I knew it was over. The mush of the century this guy is. And the mush of the last century. He's a two-century mush. Let's go. Forget it. We've been mushed. And now that it's just completely a fucking shit show and they're, they're on trots. Oh, he, he just wants these robots to play a system. Anybody, I remember going through this with Rennie. I used to go on Rennie's robots with the Rangers. You play a system, anybody who had some kind, it was like Tortorella. Anybody who has some kind of offensive talent never plays. It's the guys they want, you know, play the system, block shot. Block. Same thing. Now nah, they turned on him. So if I uh if I fucking you know spend a little time gloating right now at the others' misfortunes, we deserve it. Yes, we do. All right, Jim. Now let's talk about the Chicago game. So I mean, Georgie boy, what do you think? You thought you thought he should have gotten a shutout. I thought he deserved it because I thought the two goals were were bullshit. I didn't see the second goal. What was the uh, discrepancy in the second goal? The second goal, the guy was kind of, he was pushed into Georgiev. Georgiev had the puck underneath him. The guy just kind of pushed Georgiev and the puck slid underneath him. And they uh, and they called it a goal. Oh, yes. I did see that. I don't know how the hell that. It looks like, uh, it seemed, I thought they blew the whistle or something. That guy. Cheetah. So uh, what are you looking for? You look like you're searching there. I am. I'm, I'm trying to find something. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll vamp. Well, it's okay. I'm, I'm, I'm just 
I'm just clicking around here. I'm I'm trying to uh, ascertain some yeah, so information here. Let's see. I I I took a bar I took a little barometer of the island fans and it's fucking panic time. And I'm glad that you know going back to the Rangers. I'm glad Georgie's doing good. We kind of we yeah. I thought the whistle blew on that goal, but uh, I'm glad Georgie's back because you know a couple weeks ago we were like trade this fucking guy. He wants to trade. Let's accommodate him. But uh, so it's. You know, I'm glad he's back, but I don't really have a lot of faith in the guy in the long term. It's just, it's that's his track record. But whatever Benoit, Benoit Olaire is making, double it. Right. Because he is the savior of this franchise. And uh, that's why if they're able to get a, I think Husk is up. Did, did Adam Huska get brought up to replace Shesterkin to back up Georgiev? Yes. So Adam sucks, uh, <laughs> as he's been deemed, has been brought up. For you people living in Persia, is that politically correct to call it Persia anymore? No. No. Live, yeah. Section 304. For you people in the Galapagos, oh, I know what you're looking up now. The Galapagos Islands, <laughs> Adam Huska is the backup. Also, Morgan Barron has been brought up. That's a couple days old, that one. Uh, but, I, you know, I think Georgie played well. I mean, the Rangers got some tests coming. I mean, you know, you're not talking the uh, – here we go. I Say I want to go to the holiday game, Jim. Okay. Now, this is Ticketmaster. <clears throat> if we're looking at this here, right? I have to, Okay, so we're looking at the arena. All right, so this is Ticketmaster. And these are not resale tickets. This is just buying the actual seat. You are the first owner of this seat for the game against the Bruins next week, next Thursday night at the Bel at the at the Ubs Arena, Section three hundred four tickets of course, which is let's see right here. There it is. Well, that's pretty high up, Jim. Right, Section three hundred four, pretty high up the arena. $83, right? That's not, I mean, that's, it's all right. Right. So now we look at same game on StubHub. Let's bring it in. Okay. And mm -hmm. <clears throat> section 302, which is over here, right, right over here by 304, 302, $29 a piece. $29 a piece. In a brand new arena? They went to the same. In New York? Two years in a row. Against Boston? A fourth? A little more than a fourth? A quarter of the face value? $29. Couldn't happen to a more deserving franchise. I couldn't be happier. I think you should cue that laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. You can. <laughs> I've got an entire room of Gilbert Godfrey's laughing at the Islanders. You 
can say, you know, you guys focus too much on the. I don't care. I don't, we care. don't care. I don't care. I don't care. I am <laughs> reveling. Right. The Rangers are playing great. The Islanders aren't. And I'm going to enjoy every aspect of both of those things. That's right. Until it until it stops. Because in 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 a month from now, God forbid, the Islanders could be on a six-game winning streak and the Rangers could be on a six-game losing streak. So for right now, tonight, I'm going to enjoy it. Right. I totally agree. Christmas has come early. As <laughs> far as I'm concerned. Now, <clears throat> what do you think? I mean, what do you think really is going to happen with Chesterkin? Do you think he's going to come back? After three games or? Well, I think the better question is, do you want him back in three games? I mean. You want him to take his money? Can't rush. Can't, you know, this guy, this guy's the future. Don't rush this guy. If, if he's got it, if, if he doesn't play again until, you know, January 1st or whatever the first game, if he doesn't play again until first game of 2022, if that's best for his long-term health, then don't rush it. It's a groin injury. Well, we think it could be a groin injury. We'll never know, but he's had groin problems in the past. I mean, the groins. We gotta, you know, we gotta get Valaket working on this guy's groin. It wouldn't be, you know, I mean, you know, what do we gotta do here? Stretch him out. What did we do with Gabrick? Right? We we solved his problem. Yeah, we do the same thing. Yeah, we he he did have a he used to tweak his groins from time to time. Right, but the Rangers changed like his exercise. They did something. They changed his exercise routine or Barbara uh, Underhill. Bar- <laughs> whatever they did, whatever the fuck. And Chef Ross right. It is this this groin thing and this whatever it is. It, 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 it really looks like somebody ripped his heart out. The reaction he gives, and then right. it's like a, uh, it's not a major thing. It turns out to be, although last this might be a major thing. And I think you're right. I think why Russia? Right. I, I don't. You know. Well, we got to figure out how to stop it from from becoming habitual. And that that's you know, look, they love this training staff. Everybody, you know the. the the, the Rangers got to be the only team in the league where the fans go crazy when they announce the trainer's name on opening night. I mean, this guy's like the most beloved trainer in the history of hockey. Rammer. Keith Kincaid, just by John Ullness, coolness, I'll just call him, has reported Kincaid is in COVID protocol. Hartford had to cancel a couple of games today. Yeah, I, I heard the Nighthawks had to just like, hey, the Nighthawks. Ah, Cody Bonder, I hope he's healthy. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, yeah, they. I think they canceled two or three games. So. I mean, uh, I mean listen. Yeah, I think you're right. I think take your time. Listen, the Rangers, uh, do you think they played, you guys picking up, did they play any different for your give? I don't think so. I think it's. No, I, I really don't think so. I think they played the same. I think they, you know, I think for the most part they've played well in front of Igor, and I think they played well in front of Georgiev against tough teams. You know who is a stellar New York Ranger? Jacob Truba. Jacob Truba. 
I love Jacob Truda. Truba. He's <laughs> worth every penny we pay him. I mean, he's the guy. He's always playing with edge. Are, are you are you trolling? Well known. Look at me. I wrote a book, Mister Full of Himself, Sean McCaff. Yes, <laughs> as Cutsy calls him. Yes, I'm trolling. <laughs> but Truba's been pretty good. I mean, he he's just not the way they play that <clears throat> that power play, and they give the second unit so little time. He's never going to put up points to. He just is not going to do what he did in Winnipeg. That's just the the reality of it. He's a second pairing defenseman, right handed. Uh, you know, I I like Jacob Truba. Uh, he's fine. Uh, are you trolling Sean McCaff? Nope. I'm just stating my opinion. I've I've said all year. I, I I like Truba. I understand. I understand why Sean McCaff. Why Sean says that you know his problems with Truba. Most of them are contract related, but. I don't blame Truba for that. And you when know, the Rangers are winning, everybody's Truba's not getting a Ryan Strom. You know, he's not taking that Ryan Strom 30-year, $500,000 contract. Well, yes. No, he's not. By the way, this is just in from Ryan Strom's agent. We're just dotting the I's and crossing the T's on that deal. Oh, really? Just about, just about a done deal. Wow. Ryan Strom, 30 years, five hundred grand a year. <laughs> Plus the hockey cards. You're going to have to. Uh, I'll give him my doubles. Right. Um, so I think the Rangers, it's going to be interesting to see what they do with the new, with the new goaltenders. What's hippotherapy? Is that hypno or hippo? <laughs> I don't know what hippo. Howdy Duke, you're going to have to explain this. <laughs> is that hippotherapy where they put the, those, those bands on you or is that? Kenzie-ontology or some shit. Thank you, Mike. When he plays with an edge, what did he say, what did he say Mr. When he plays with an edge and mean, he is at his best. I agree, New York Ranger, Mike. Uh, but stop with the book. Stop with Bukdavich. Okay, Sean McCaff is uh, all right. It's hard to be mad at any Ranger right now. They have four losses. I mean, it's hard. So I, I'm giving the kudos. I'm giving Galantis kudos. I figured out a couple of things he's doing. He's letting them alone. Who knew that being a simpleton <laughs> would be the key? <laughs> that was the key to success. Yes. Everybody's been overcoaching this team. Listen, right. you have a role. You a, have a role. A simpleton. The guys play good, they play. Somebody gets injured, you get called up. That's it. That's the plan. That's the game plan. <laughs> we went from the Ivy League coach to the beer league coach. <laughs> Who's playing lights out in juniors? Uh, the other I think that other guy we drafted, right? Uh uh the Ottoman Empire. What's that guy's name? Brandon oh, Othman. Brandon Othman, the the Othman prophecy. Yes, yeah. I was gonna say that Othman is fucking <clears throat> going nuts too in juniors. Is he a center? We need some fucking centers. He is a center. All right, because they still stink on faceoffs. If you want to find one bad thing, yeah, they still stink. They're gonna stink on faceoffs. He's, He's a lying simpleton. <laughs> I love that. 
That's a great word. Simpleton. He keeps it simple. Right. Keeps it simple. There's nothing wrong with that. Sometimes the simple uh, re- uh, idea is the best idea. Right. He's not thinking about, well, this guy looked good in practice. This is how you're playing the game. <clears throat> I'm Wazy, fair, kind coach. Mal- just a Mal- uh, – just since you're talking Wazy, about baseball. Since you're talking about face-offs, 43% against the Blackhawks, 42% against the Sharks, 49% against the Flyers. Hey, Kevin Hayes, 64% on face-offs. We should we should get that. We should go get that guy. He's making like seven million or eight million. Oh, we had a player like Kevin Hayes. Yeah, if we had one. He's making too much. He's he's overpaid. It's one of the Flyers' big mistakes. They were paid for him. <clears throat> Will Cooley is doing very well too. I'm getting a, a whole a lot of uh, Ranger. Pro- I'm telling you, get on this ship if you're undecided about being a Ranger fan and watching this show. You better jump aboard this rocket ship. We're going straight to Lord Stanley's house. Oh God! It may take us twelve years, but we're going there. <laughs> Well, we're only halfway to our next cup, so. Another thing that Reeves said, he goes, he goes, we can't have a team that just makes the playoffs. We want to be part of a team that can do something in the playoffs. There's nothing real. I'm paraphrasing here, but he was basically saying, you know, let's not just make the playoffs and then, you know, get knocked out in the first round. That's not what we're trying to do here. Right. Which I feel like the last regime, I mean, they had younger guys and they were rolling a little bit young, more youth. But uh, whatever Gallant's doing, it's magic. I, uh, you know, the Rangers are playing the opposite of the way they were playing the last couple of years. Uh-oh. The defense isn't on the siege. Siege. I mean, okay, Shesterkin had a rough, you know, 12 to 15 games, but they seem to have. You know, settled that down. So we're, we're still dissecting the the evals are still coming for Drury, the trading deadline, and one thing about the trading line trading deadline, Jim, they should pick the bones of the Vancouver Canucks. The Canucks are going to look to fire sale everybody. They're not making the playoffs now. I don't know what their center position. I, I know. Uh, JT Miller. Jake, wow. I don't know how much he's making, but he'd be good, right? I don't know how his face-offs are <clears> and what his contract situation is. But Elias Peterson, I don't think anybody, Patterson, I don't I don't think they need more of that type of player. But like maybe a Brock Besser or like some of these guys are not having such great seasons because I think they're going to fire sale over there. And I think they got some good players. I think everybody's, from what I... JT Miller is 55 Years old on faceoffs. What's he make? Get him on the phone. Where's his agent? What's he making? <laughs> or that is available from what I heard. Everybody except Hughes and Thatcher Demko. Crafts off. AT Miller's average salary is 5.25. How many years left? That's nothing. Uh, two. Two years left. One year left, actually. Next year, and that's and then he's a free agent. Get him for Kraftsoff. 
So if Strom leaves, then we got a center. JT Miller plays center, right? Or he plays wing and center. But he's good on faceoffs. Right. He's playing center for Vancouver. Well, if Drury gets him, then I'll be uh, I'll be warming up the Drury. He <clears throat> he's taken uh he's taken over three hundred he's taken over three hundred faceoffs, so he's playing center. Yeah. JT Miller wasn't bad in New York. He was fine. He was there, there, was nobody, there, was no, there was nobody thinking JT Miller was even going to be traded until he wound up being the, the, the extra guy in the Tampa, in that deal. I don't I don't remember anybody thinking he was going to get moved. Torts liked him. He's got Torch. a little cowboy in him. Right. Said. Yeah, I don't think JT, JT Miller is – he's played pretty well everywhere he's been. I mean, I, I know he – JT Miller is centering the second line, and he plays second power play for Vancouver. There you go. Yeah, I'm telling you, Vancouver is going to fucking. They're going to want draft picks, this and that. We got the Mothman prophecy. We get him to pick up salary for JT Miller. Oh, you're thinking that? See, we throw the pick at him. We don't need picks anymore. Who would we don't know what the hell to do with them anyway? Yeah. Oh, he couldn't score in the playoffs. What the three games he played? The three games he played on the torts <laughs> when they fucking marched Roman Hammerlick out there. He had eighteen points in the playoffs last year. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I don't know. JT Miller's not bad, man. A forty-four. He's got forty-four points in seventy-eight career playoff games. I'll take that. Not that bad, right? We haven't even made the playoffs. We're thinking about playoff oh, acquisitions. Let's let's get there. Then we'll worry about who scores. Guys are trying. Who are we going to Who are we going to sit if Miller plays? <laughs> right. All of a sudden, this roster's untouchable. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Filipino like. I would move to the. Well. Whoever can't win face-offs the most. Well, that's a Benajet, isn't it? Oh, oh Strom. Strom, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we can dream. We have any callers tonight? It seems like... Uh, I've put the guest link up a couple of times. Nobody's called in. We'll call it. I got dinner upstairs at the stove waiting anyway, so... Okay. Well, fine, it's fine. We broke it first. The Rangers are getting JT Miller. <laughs> and signing Ryan Strom to a 30-year deal. Yes. I think we've made I think we've done some good work here tonight. I think we did all we could, Jim, because <laughs> we praised the Rangers, we destroyed our opposition, <laughs> and we made organization and organizational mo- moves. Right. I don't know what more could be ex- what more could they expect of us, really? Well, and also they the audience here, what we got? 8 876 people. I mean, those 876 people also came up with great ideas. Absolutely, as they always do. Oh, Lou Lamarillo, I'm surprised they haven't turned. Oh, Lou's a genius. Lou's a genius with that 75-year-old, the the heroic Noah Dobson and Kyle Palmieri and every washed-up ex-devil, Zach Parisi, Andy Green. Fuck them. NYR, NYR fan, we're going to fault JT Miller for one goal in 40 playoff games five years ago. 
I mean, yeah. he hasn't been a Ranger in he's five years. 22. He's, 20, he's 24 years old. I mean, come on. It wasn't like he was a first-line player either. He had 18 points in 17 playoff games last year. He played not bad. Tortorella. Please. <laughs> Give it a Boyk, New York Ranger fan. Give it a Boyk. Right. All right. We love you. We love you all, baby. Thanks for coming by and spending some time. Absolutely. Thanks to everybody for being here. Thanks to nobody that called in. Thank you. (laughs) We love you guys. Podcast will be up in the morning. We'll uh, see you later in the week. We got uh, Chicago tomorrow, Colorado Wednesday, I believe. A couple tough games. A couple tough games. And then uh, Buffalo Friday night in Buffalo. Win. <laughs> Where's so, uh, when you need them? Right. So we'll probably see you guys next Monday. All right. Eddie, always a pleasure. Have tons of fun, baby. Good stuff. Take care. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody.